you like superhero movies? Not really. Not even like Spider-Man? I liked like the first Spider-Man movie. How about the cartoon? Dunst, that was a good one. How about the cartoon one? I never watched the cartoon. You should. I want to see the second one. Like, I never got into the... But but like, like, like it's like, just as a story, like not even a superhero, as a story, it is really like, the first one got 8.4 out of 10 on IMDb. This movie just came out today, got it's 9.1 out of 10 already. The new Spider-Man movie. Yeah, yeah. There is a new Spider-Man they, movie. They do, it's an animated one with Miles Morales. It's like the black Spider-Man. Ah, I have the PlayStation game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So this is like the movie. And it's like really apparently like uh, I'm so excited to go see it. I saw really? the first one in 2018 and it was like amazing. So it's and like it's this, animated. It's animated. But like the way they did it is like as just a film. It is a very like really well done film. Hmm. Like not just superhero but just a film and a story. I recommend everyone go see it especially if they're not big into animated movies cuz it's just like you'll just be surprised about damn Okay, but that's not what we're going to talk about no, today. No, Hello, everybody. <laughs> uh, we're talking about... Are we rec- <laughs> I think I'm recording. I'm, reco- I'm always recording somewhere. Oh, no, that's not true. I'm not recording when there's no permission. But I was recording. <laughs> I started the recording five minutes ago. So okay. Perfect. We can include this movie recommendation yeah. <laughs> of yours <laughs> in the show. Wunderbar. Wunderbar. Yes. Uh, let's talk about um, the summer. So I did a solo episode about like lakes and beaches, and I briefly mentioned that most beaches and lakes have a uh, nude nude area, FKK Strand. Yes. And then I just heard that you've uh, done it. You've been there, done it. You've experienced the German FKK culture. Yes. Tell us about it. I mean, I've kind of already done it before with like Hatzenheide. But this time, yeah, we've... Went to Teufelsee. Teufelsee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to call it Tofu, say, because it's funnier. Um, but we went there, and that was my very first time going there. We went there last Saturday, Sunday. And yeah, it was super actually just relieving and relaxing just to be like kind of fully nude and just relaxing in the sun. And, but I mean, of course, it was like, like a little bit of like a culture shock for me because like I was, there's like a, pod in the middle of the lake so everyone's just chilling there and like i mean it was beautiful but like there's also like families and stuff like there too so i'm just chilling there with my partner like just like vibing and then the kids are just jumping off of the pad and swimming with their families or whatnot and everyone was just very relaxed and then like i was looking and i was just imagining i'm like i could never do this with my family (laughs) why not my family would not. I mean, they're like oh. the American culture is very much not nudist at all. Like, yeah, there it would be like a like all eyes would be on you if you were like nude in that environment. Unless like there's one little area in Austin called Hippie Hollow, which is like this lake, and that's like our new thing. But anywhere else, you would never do that. And like I could never just imagine being around my family naked like that. Like I'm like. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. I can't even imagine being naked around half of my friends in America either. Uh, which, I mean, it would be really nice when we're leaving, but that is that is a big culture shock. Yet you enjoy, Yet I enjoy doing it. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I guess it was just everyone else was relaxed too, so that makes it kind of easier. Ra- rationally speaking, it's strange how, because just at a regular beach, you're basically not wearing anything. Like, you're wearing underwear. Yes. Basically. Bathing clothes which is basically just underwear with a different name or sure. slightly different material 
And then just taking off that one last piece of cloth, all hell breaks loose. Somehow makes you feel really strange and really yeah. weird. And if you think about it, I mean, as a child, because that's also super normal in Germany that whether it's a nudist beach or not, children are allowed to be naked. Mm -hmm. uh, and I don't know, maybe it's become more complicated in recent years with I don't know people being afraid, whether it's w warranted or not, of I don't know. Uh, um, pedophiles and stuff but mm -hmm. when I was a child I very much was allowed to run around naked at mm -hmm. the beach and you don't think about it mm -hmm. and you it's very much that same thing you just kind of feel free you just want yeah. to be like well I don't want this cloth on my body yeah. just get it off, <laughs> just throw it off. And, but then when once society has fully kicked in and you're fully a member of this you're very adult work about it. it's just it just makes you feel so weird yeah It definitely does. And like when I first like went to Hasenheide, like and tried like the whole new thing, I felt very weird. I mean, of course, there's a lot of like insecurities that goes into it. But then I was like, why people are judging me or whatnot. But then I don't know, the more you realize that no one cares. <laughs> yeah. And like it's like when people are like, it's normal. Um, or at least, of course, you know, like not every person in Germany likes doing that or whatnot, but in this area, it's normal and people is, is expected. Um, it kind of just takes all of that kind of like pressure off. And it does kind of make me question just the way that culture is and like how we grow up and how like something so natural, so many families are very like, like like close off and like I said like the fact that like I can never imagine seeing my family nude nor feel comfortable with that that's a, such a small simple thing that you should be able to do like like casually yeah and I don't think you have to necessarily like it like if that's just not your thing and you just feel uncomfortable and you just don't want to do it I think it's completely fine but I do agree that it's a good exercise to at least try it once and kind of question and think about like where do all these feelings that i have come from yeah you know like how why is this making me feel so uncomfortable exactly yeah exactly interesting okay we have some other uh summer related topics uh, on the agenda for today one other thing that i don't really know what i even have to say about this uh but i want to mention is swimming pools because berlin has a lot of swimming pools yeah. public pools and a lot of them have an outdoor area or are just completely outdoor and they're only open in the summer and um i guess i just recommend <laughs> using them because i've gotten into swimming recently like a year ago i really got into swimming mm -hmm. and there's just nice pools and it's just just like with the lakes it's highly recommended to not go on the weekend like sun like if it's hot in the summer on a Sunday or Saturday, mm -hmm. do not go to the open, open air. What's it called? Like open air, open yeah, air cool. swimming pools. because yeah. they're just crowded and loud and horrible. But during the week in the morning, amazing. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would say that for the beaches too, this beach day, it was pretty like, okay. Just because there was a lot of other things going on in Berlin. It was the holiday. And then there was also like the carnival going on, but when it comes to swimming pools, yeah, I would I could imagine. And are these swimming pools like are they like the traditional like Olympic swimming pools where more people are just going back and forth, or is it like those like really public pools where everyone's just swimming there, playing? There's no like organization. You just jump in when you want to jump in. Usually, they have a bit of both. Um, usually, 
I'm checking if there's a good website that has. Uh, I mean, there's some that are that only have like the Olympic or like regular swimming, and some that are more aimed at like okay, this is for kids basically. But most most of them have like a proper pool, like a 50 meter swimming pool, mm -hmm. where you just go um, and do laps. And then, but even those, like during the on a Sunday during the summer, there'll be kids jumping off the sides and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but then they also usually always have like a kids area or um, a slide, yeah, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. yeah. I used to enjoy going to swimming pools as a child. That was like one of my favorite things to do. And most times, like in our neighborhoods, we would have these like just swimming pools where people would just, you know, go in to have fun. Yeah. And then another thing I would like to talk about, um, speaking of swimming pools, is there's that tropical island place a little bit far out of Berlin, right? Have you heard of it? You mean the, I don't know if it's tropical. You mean the one that's. Is like a water park, but it's like. But it's very, part of the Spree, maybe? Are you talking about that? No. No, you're talking about like a big. Big like, uh, is is I think it's called it's called tropical islands. Tropical islands. Yeah. So I've heard about this. indoor Wasserpark. Okay, so yeah, this is a place. Okay, I've never been there, but this is one of those typical places that is to have fun. Yeah. Right. This is, but this is indoors. But they have okay, they have a very giant, very long slide, uh, water slide, and then. Yeah, just that's just like a fun place to go with your family. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of when we were talking like swimming pools. Like one thing in Texas, Houston, we would go to, uh, which was in Galveston, is Schlitterbahn, which is a water park, and it can it can convert into a indoor water park as well. Nice. Um, From the outside, this one looks like a nuclear plant. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's just is by itself. <laughs> Just like randomly placed. Yeah. But I've heard a few, like I heard um, a few people that have gone there and have loved it. Um, it's definitely something that I want to do. I don't necessarily know if I'll have the time nor finances to do it this summer. But it's definitely something that I am quite curious to know um, more about and just like explore. I mean, a water park is just so much fun to go to. Yeah. Um. Sure. It can be quite annoying, of course, because you're with like a whole bunch of kids and families and whatnot. But like, I don't know, just like spending like an entire day like at a water park and like mm -hmm. an indoor water park is actually something yeah. I'll be open to. Okay, so that's swimming pools. Then uh, maybe we can talk about festivals and concerts because I was actually just at an open air yeah. concert. How was that? And uh, it was amazing. It was quite the story. So there's a so the concert was Kings of Leon. Oh, I love Kings of Leon. But I actually I I like them too and obviously I got tickets to see them, but the main reason we went was because we wanted to see the opener, mm -hmm. which was uh Giant Rooks, which Giant I don't know if you've heard of them. Mm -hmm. It's a German band. They're very young. They're like 20 years old or something, mm -hmm. but amazing music. I really like their latest album and they're definitely they're already touring the US and stuff like that. Like mm. they're really um Is it more like Rocky or like Kings of Leon? Like, like indie. Yeah, it's rock. like indie. It's like indie rock, Ooh. I guess. Yeah, it's it's nice. Um and so yeah, we didn't get tickets to their like only Berlin show. And then we saw okay, but they're opening for Kings of Leon. So let's just go there. And 
the concert was going to be okay and now it gets very confusing um there is a very famous uh open air venue called Wuhlheide. Wuhlheide. Wuhlheide and it's a it's a um so technically the the venue with the stage is called Parkbühne Wuhlheide and it's basically in a forest mm. Um, and it's a big stage, super beautiful, open air, and Parkbühne Wohlheide. And I was there, for example, in uh, in twenty when I turned sixteen. I went to see Die Ärzte. Oh, I've my, seen this logo before. Yeah, one of my favorite German bands. I saw them, and they and the Village People opened. Which the is, Village People, which is hilarious. Yeah. And so this stage is very iconic. Like the roof is very iconic. Like you just, if you've ever been there, you kind of know what the place looks like. Mm -hmm. And so we get tickets to Kings of Leon and it says, okay, it's at Waldbühne. And I see an image on the website and it's this. And it's like, it's called Waldbühne and it looks exactly like this. And so I assumed it was there yeah i assumed it was at parkbühne wuhlheide but no it wasn't at parkbühne wuhlheide it was at waldbühne which is at the complete opposite end of berlin it's like a one hour train ride it looks i swear to god it looks exactly the same like it looks like you know how they say like i don't know it's it looks like someone wanted to copy this yeah this location on the other end of berlin this berlin And so what happened, we went there and we got there like when the show was supposed to start because we wanted to see the opener. Yeah. So we were on time. And I already had this feeling when you get off the S-Bahn, you have to walk through the forest for like 10 minutes before you actually get there. Mm -hmm. And I already had this feeling like, why is there no one here? But I, for some reason, my mind, because we were talking and stuff, my, my mind didn't finish this thought. I was just like, I had this feeling it's very empty here, but I didn't really think about it yeah. that much. And then these two guys uh, come our direction and they're like, are you going to Kings of Leon? We're like, yes. And they're like, well, you're in the wrong spot. And so are we. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and they had like come to Berlin from the very north of Germany just for this concert. Had even booked a hotel uh, like right uh, there. Uh, close to... To Wuhlheide. Uh, oh <laughs> and, then, and then there was another... A couple of girls coming like 10 meters behind us, and they were also going there. We we're like, I can't go. They're like, Yes, well, you're also in the wrong spot. We're all in the wrong spot. Apparently, it's a thing, like, apparently, it happens to everybody yeah. because they they look so similar and they're called almost the same Parkbühne, Wuhlheide, and Waldbühne. How, yeah, like, if you're not really, really, why? really thinking, why that. would they not give it at least a different name, you know? Because <laughs> they wanted to compete. <laughs> yes. And so, yeah, we get on the S-Bahn, made friends with these other people, actually ended up spending the night, like, we actually sat together at the concert or stood oh, together at nice. the concert and then we had drinks afterwards and like oh. so it turned it all turned out well we only saw like the last three songs of giant rooks unfortunately oh, we missed. but you guys got to actually see kings of leon we got to see kings of leon and we got to see the the last few songs of giant rooks so it was fine yeah. and it was a funny story and i'm never gonna make it and i have another <laughs> concert tomorrow yeah and that one's actually at Wuhlheide. I tri triple, <laughs> you, you triple, confirmed, triple you checked. <laughs> yes. 
Um, and so I'm actually going to see the original place okay. tomorrow. <laughs> um, and all of that is to say that these open air shows are amazing. Like yeah. concerts, I mean, concerts are always great. I just, I love concerts. Um, and I, I feel like I'm always, I'm getting, the older I'm getting, the lazier I get. Like mm -hmm. I'm like, ah, oh, concert, like you have to go there. It's a, you know, it's a big, big thing. Yeah. But if it's a band that you actually like, then you never really, you never regret it. It's such a great experience to see live music. Yeah. And open air in the summer, when the sun's going down and you're it all there. amazing. It's just amazing. It's just like one of the best things. Yes. And the sound system, I was blown away because it's a big venue. Like there were thousands of people. I don't mm -hmm. know how big, but it was packed. Lots and lots of people. And the sound that's coming out of these speakers filling that giant space yeah just on a technical level and we were standing right next to the you know the booth in the middle where they're like the control center where they do like the cameras and stuff yeah. and the sound and i could see the guy controlling the lights because yeah. he was like actually like tapping the buttons and and moving the sliders to the beat so that oh. the lights would flash and stuff so that was also fascinating that's really cool yeah yeah it's like actually in it yeah i really do like going to festivals and concerts and i think like especially now obviously you guys are hearing a stark contrast to our winter episode <laughs> <laughs> we're happy now we're happy yeah <laughs> Um, but it's definitely something great to do. And as like you mentioned, you met these people and you guys ended up spending the entire time together. It's a nice way to meet people. Totally. It's, it's just a nice way to gain conversation. And like, if you are new or whatnot, it's a good thing. I mean, one time I went to this one concert and I saw this guy standing by himself. So then me and my friend, we just started talking to him. He had just came from like a different city just to come see this one concert. And we made a little friend that time. Mm -hmm. So they're definitely really good things to do. And like, yeah. especially if it's an artist that you like or the music that you like, it makes that experience even more. And open, like if you can find open airs, open airs are just so much better. Yeah. Especially now. And also something that we talked about with them, because they had come all the way from the very north of Germany from like the countryside mm -hmm. to Berlin to see the show and they booked a hotel and everything. Mm -hmm. And living in Berlin, you just have, like the, I recommend these apps. I have a band, Bands in Town and Songkick mm -hmm. and I connect it to my Spotify and basically oh. any artist that I listened to more than once oh. it notifies me when they come to town so That's i always awesome. see and i get i always get all these notifications and i like literally every day like just now okay there's a and sometimes it's like a someone that i don't even recognize the name but then i like you can play the you can play it right in the app or you can open it mm -hmm. in Spotify. I'm like, oh it's that like i i did like this song yeah. very much oh and and then you can just go see and because everybody's coming to berlin like, yeah everybody who tours everyone europe to comes berlin. to berlin for the most part <laughs> and so you have so many opportunities to see live shows and it's almost overwhelming but the other thing is that i used to be i used to go kind of overboard with buying tickets in advance mm -hmm. and then sometimes regretting it because it was just too much or then something else came up and then i had to sell the tickets and blah 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 and basically in berlin and i saw this now unless it's like coldplay or beyonce or something like that you can go to any show without a ticket. There'll always be people in front of the door selling tickets yeah. still. And if the show is sold out, you'll pay a little bit more. But if it's not one of these crazy, crazy, super popular uh, bands, it's not going to be that much more. Yeah. Honestly, you might pay 10 or 20 euros more. 
And many times, actually, if it's not sold out, mm -hmm. which this, even though it was packed, it wasn't completely sold out. There mm -hmm. were still some tickets left. You'll get a deal. You'll get it yeah. cheaper than if you... So I think my recommendation would be have these apps that scan your library and alert you when one of your favorite bands is coming mm -hmm. to town. And then just put it on your calendar and then try to spontaneously go. Yeah. You know? That's mm -hmm. a really cool idea and a really cool plan. Uh, um Yeah, I definitely want to do that more. And also, if you're just looking for just things, different things to do to in Berlin, music is always the best option. Yeah. Fun fact: I'm going to see Beyonce. Oh my god, you in, are end of June. How did you get those tickets? I got them like when they first released. I got four. Everyone, did you have like a whole timer and system? And stuff? Yeah, well, not like a timer, but I was okay. Like they open at ten, like uh -huh. the online like Ticketmaster. Let me get on there. Then there was like an online waiting list. And then I was then able to purchase the tickets. Amazing. Um, that's in Hamburg. So I'll be going. There. Like, like I'm literally going to Hamburg for that one night. Then I come back and I fly off to somewhere else after. Living the um, life. Living the living life. life. Yeah. You might even be on the same plane as Beyonce. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> fingers crossed. I don't think so, but fingers crossed. <laughs> It's so. I was just so curious as to why that concert is not in Berlin. Because I would think that, you know, like... True. Concert like Beyonce should be in Berlin. Sometimes it's weird. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. But Hamburg, right? ha Hamburg, that's nice. nice. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. I'm excited to see it. Yeah. Um, Fest but, I don't do festivals anymore, honestly. You don't? I mean, because I don't want to sleep in a tent, but I did go to Tempelhof Sounds last oh, year, okay. which was a festival in Berlin on yeah. Tempelhof, and then I could go home afterwards. But. I don't know. Tempelhof sounds the band. The lineup was great. Yeah, great bands. Um, but it felt. I realized this now that I was at this concert at Parkbühne mm -hmm. or Waldbühne. It's so confusing. What I liked there too was that it was. It's like you have the stage with screens, and then you have the audience, and then in the very back you have like a few stands that sell drinks and mm -hmm. hot dogs and stuff. But Tempelhof Sounds, I realized now, was so commercialized through and through. Like there were all these, even like between some of the audience and the stage, there were all these like stands and booths with mm. like flags of brands of like Becks and, and all yeah. these things. And you were literally, like you couldn't see the stage without also seeing advertisements. Yeah, And it that just kind of felt... In retrospect, I don't know. It didn't... Very opposite of Berlin's culture. Yeah, and it felt just like they... Not only did you pay a lot of money for the ticket, but they were also kind of... You were just a way for them to make money. Yeah, kind of. I think you, you nailed it right. Very commercial. Yeah. Berlin is not a commercial city, if you guys have not noticed. I mean, right now. it is and it isn't, but yeah. It I, is, but people, most people here don't like it. I like a more honest experience of I'm paying to see a show and then I'm there and it's yeah. about the show. It's about the show, it's about the music, it's not about a way just, okay, this is, we're just trying to make yeah. money. I mean, like a beer there was like eight euros. Oh, hell no. But that's, but that's, I mean, okay, whatever. You know, it's a concert, the yeah. beer is going to cost a ton of money. I, I'm not saying it's great that that's the way it is, but at least they're not like putting up flags that you have to see. Yeah. You know. And they're just like drowning it into your face. Yeah. yeah. Opposite of that actually is Fusion Festival. Um, I've heard a lot of good things about Fusion Festival, Fusion Festival, which is very, mm -hmm. like they are not commercially. It's like an indie festival. Yeah. And they are very much like, I'm actually like kind of, not sad, but like there is some FOMO 
mm-hmm. we are missing out with this one because like I have I know a lot of people who are going to it. It's at the end of um, this month. Yes. It's, it's not in Berlin, we should say. Fusion is No, no. It's in Germany. It's a Germany festival. A Germany festival? <laughs> it's a German <laughs> festival. <but> it's, <laughs> It's not in Berlin, but it's in Germany. It's been a, it's been around for a long time. Yes, it is labeled as a like the holiday communist extravaganza. Wow, <laughs> that's what Fusion Dash Festival that de describes it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and apparently, like tickets, I think were like around two hundred and twenty euros. Holy! But shit. what? But what I will say is that what you get for that is like really i think valuable um and one of the things that they did with this festival if i can i can't find it right now but one of the things that i heard that that they, that they did with the festival is they broke down exactly what all the money was going to mm. so they were very transparent and very clear about like yes this is how much a ticket is but also this is what we're that mm-hmm. well, this is what we you're paying for yeah and that's a very very honest and very 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 respectable um yep like thing and a lot of what i've heard and what people have said this event is like it's like having your own little city and this like like little um thing but a city where everyone is very much connected and everyone is very much like um apart and yeah I've, i've only heard good things about this festival Yeah, yeah. What's the one in in the U.S. Uh, in the desert? Burning Man. Burning Man. Not to compare it to Burning Man, like that's mm-hmm. a different thing altogether. But it's just like Burning Man. It's the Fusion Festival is not so much about the lineup necessarily. Like you're not necessarily going because you like the top three acts, mm-hmm. but because it's about the experience. It's about yeah. being in this village for three days or four days and just spending an amazing kind of alternative reality with yeah. strangers. Whereas these big festivals like Hurricane and Southside and Rock am Ring and mm-hmm. Rock im Park, those are very much uh, about the big acts. Mm-hmm. I'm just checking Hurricane this year has Billy Talent, Kraftklub, Peter Fox, um, Rock am Ring, let's see. And those are also just as expensive or even more expensive. But then when you're there, it's also so commercialized. Mm-hmm. Oh, Rock am Ring has Foo Fighters, Limp Bizkit. Um, yeah, those are about like the big bands and um, oh, Kings of Leon. Um, and yeah, it's a different thing. Like these big festivals are about these big, big famous bands and also about like the festival and stuff. But Fusion, I've never been, but I know many people who go kind of almost yeah. religiously every year just because it's an amazing experience. I'll be going next year. Fingers crossed. Yeah. You, you have to buy tickets when they come out. Yeah. And it is apparently a lottery based too. Mm. So you have to do like, like an application or whatnot, which also makes it a lot more like intentional. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are you comfortable sleeping in tents? Yeah. I did that actually, which I was going to mention now, the whole festival, which is a queer festival, um, a little bit outside of Berlin that I did last year and we slept in tents. This year we're trying to get a, like a camper van. Um, but we did the tents last year and I was pretty fine with it. I mean, if you're around the the right people mm-hmm. and there weren't too many bugs, which I was okay with, but yeah, I would say that another festival that I did last year that I am really looking forward to doing this year is the whole festival, whole festival, whole festivals, um, W H O L E. Um, and this is essentially just a queer festival, um, that they, 
take place in like this lakeside industrial park a few hours outside of Berlin. Um, and they essentially kind of have one, they have a lineup, they have a few stages, but what they do is they bring together all these queer collectives and they essentially like make the festival out of that. So it was very queer centric, a very diverse and a very like nice environment. Like when I was there, I was like, I would love to live in a city that was just queer run like this. It was just very peaceful and something that you don't necessarily see all the time um, in Berlin. Or at least I don't see all the time in Berlin. And yeah, it was just cool. Like for those like three and a half days, mm-hmm. you were just partying, um, meeting new people, enjoying your time, sleeping a little bit. Um, but definitely like that really freeing feeling that didn't also that doesn't necessarily seem too commercialized mm-hmm. as well either. This last year was the first time they had it since COVID. So that was really nice. This year, of course, things have grown, it's gotten bigger. So I will see how it is this year if it got more commercialized or whatnot. The prices mm-hmm. did go up when they are allowing more people to buy tickets. So yeah. that is like hit. But I it. guess now that you mentioned it with the fusion festival the price going up or being high might actually be an indication that they're not commercializing it. Because if they're keeping the price low, but then they're like putting ads everywhere and like selling you, like then, you know, the food is so expensive that you basically can't afford it. You know, I I would rather pay whatever it costs for them to run the festival and then just be there and have a good time and enjoy it. Yeah, so they're not not relying on advertisements and stuff like that. Or you then being the product there rather than actually the guest. Exactly, exactly. Um, Yeah, so these type of festivals I think are really cool and that's something that like I'm not necessarily used to because, I mean, in America it's very commercialized. So in Austin we have... um, Why am I forgetting what we have in Austin? You have South by Southwest. South by, no, no, that's the film festival, the music festival that we have in Austin. How did I forget that? I was there, Austin Music Festival. But anyway, you fully integrated into. I really, <laughs> I completely forgot. Um, oh, ACL, Austin City Limits. We have Austin City Limits, which is a really cool festival, but is pretty commercialized as well. Hmm. Um, and then obviously in Palm Springs, you have um, in Palm Springs you have. Coachella, which is another really big commercialized. I think, though. and I've never been. I've never been to Burning Man, but I think Burning Man is like the most non-commercial mm-hmm. type of thing you get, at least from what people have told me about it. Mm-hmm. Because it's like a place where you can't even buy things there. Like everyone is very much this bartering system or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like festivals, and I like definitely going to them in the summer because it is an escape to the world that you're like used to. But also, everyone has this common grounds of music, and music is such like a really nice way to bring people together. Um, and also, just to have this continuous thing of like not having necessarily to go home, but if you want, to, you can go home. I yeah, ten out of ten. I really love festivals. Speaking of bringing people together, I hear. You are uh, hosting events now. Yeah, such a great segue. Thank you. Um, Yeah, I threw my first little mini quote-unquote party, which was just like a picnic um, in Tempelhoferfeld. 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 There you go. Um, On Monday, I called it the Tempelhoferfeld Beach Party. Um, creative name and why the beach well because me and my friend were sitting there one day and then like we were looking at 
Tempelhof Feld. And if you're looking at it like from like Sheila Keats and you're looking at it with like all the grass and whatnot, if you, and if you use your imagination, let me emphasize, use your imagination, you can see like the beach vibes there because you have that one strip, you know, where like everyone is like biking and like juggling and doing all this weird things. I'm like, those are the surfers. And mm-hmm. then behind them is just like the water. They literally do have the surfer, the wind surfers yes, on like yes, skateboards. They do. They yeah. exactly do. So we should mention Tempelhofer for those that don't know is, um, a giant park. I think yes. it's the biggest uh, free area within a major city, like in mm-hmm. the center of a major city in all of Europe. And that's because it used to be an airport yes. until recently, until 2008. 2008. It was an airport um, and then the airport closed and they kept all the runways yes. as just a park. And there was actually um, a petition two, three years ago where they wanted to start building uh, apartments just on the edges of that area because Mm -hmm. it's such a big area and Berlin needs more apartments. And there was a um, referendum. So everybody who lives in Berlin who's able to vote um, got to vote. Yes, we allow this or no. And the people of Berlin actually voted against it. Which, whoop, whoop, although I voted against it, although... I do see the arguments. I do see the because arguments. it was going to be just the edges and stuff, and you, we do really, really, really need apartments and stuff. So it's it's not very clear cut, but basically the sentiment is just like this place is special. Yeah, it is it's sacred, super special. Kind of. Yeah, and we want to keep it. Yeah, and and it's 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 a recreational place. And uh, I mean, I think I mean you talked about it in your last solo episode. It's just. It's open to everybody, mm-hmm. and in the summer, even though it's a giant area, it's packed. People mm-hmm. go there to roller skate, to cycle, to have picnics, to... And, so, and since it's so big, you don't feel too crowded. Exactly. Like, even when it's so super much- crowded, it it's not crowded because it's a yeah. giant area. So much space there. And like, I don't know, it felt like the beach because like everyone's just chilling and whatnot. So like the theme of this was like everyone come dressed as you're going to the beach or whatnot. And it was kind of just like, yeah, just all my friends just came. We chilled. And like, I also wanted to cultivate an environment also where um, my friends could like partake in, let's say, shrooms or like like that type of thing. What? But I wanted, because like, I think one of the things that there's, there's a very heavy drug culture here in Berlin, especially going to parties or whatnot. And I'm kind of like fizzling out of that kind of culture. But I also want to make sure that people want to do this, that they have a good environment to do this at. And they have someone who can like trip sit for them and whatnot. So I was a lifeguard like slash like trip sitter in this no, big responsibility that big you responsibility. took upon yourself um, but I mean it was very chill and very just nice and my friend really a friend cooked for us and then um, I bought like some arts and crafts types of things some what? arts and crafts type of things I bought these vinyls they were like one euro and I didn't like them like I listened to them like they're shit um, and I brought some paint and we painted it on the vinyls. Um, so, and I kept one and I gave one to one of the people that I met at that little party thing. And it was just a really nice vibe. And then I'll also, like, I think I've mentioned in my last episode that I really love curating playlists. So I made this like my 
my set. Like like I I I what I call I don't DJ, I curate. So I curated like these playlists and I put them in order. No one was allowed to cue music. <laughs> and, and one person tried and did like cuz I and it wasn't his fault, but like like <laughs> But I had told he ended everybody the broken nose. I had told everybody, I'm like, okay, this is like my one time where like I just want to play my music. Where I you're going to listen to. to my music, whether you, you whether want you like to it or not. not. And then when he asked if he could cue a song, everyone got quiet. They were like, huh? <laughs> You're not supposed funny. to ask. <laughs> everyone was like, oh my gosh. And I handled it good. I just laughed. I didn't let him cue the song because like because like it was my intention. Like it was it was the one thing I wanted to do for this event was just to play my music and, and curate a really nice vibe. And strangers I had just met that day were like, you really curate a good vibe. And I felt felt very proud of myself for doing that. And I feel like I did that before when I had like my Thanksgiving um, dinner that I did. And it just comes to show that like, especially if you are new to Berlin or whatnot, you can create your own events and your own totally. like, like, just like, things and they don't have to be some big ordeal thing my thing was just literally we just got speakers and we got we brought our blankets and someone cooked and everyone just brought a little bit of food or whatnot and like like we just made that the event totally and you could do this even if you don't know anybody you could literally go to like meetup.com or whatever and i mean our guest lulu from the dating episode mentioned that like she doesn't go to these things because it ends up being like a dating thing always but i I I mean maybe Berlin has changed a lot, but I through meetups mm-hmm. when I just got here, like I was really into like presentation and I wanted to really work on my own presentation skills and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just found that a thing I f- I found like a co working space that let us use their space in the evenings for free. Mm-hmm. And I just put a thing on meetup and called it presentation club and i was like who wants to practice their presentation skills every week this time we meet here and we present to each other Mm -hmm. and we give each other feedback and we had a group of like 10 15 people who met once once a week and it was super chill and super fun and there's like i feel like there's so so many like tech meetups and stuff like Mm -hmm. if you're i don't know programming or doing doing anything tech related there's like a million meetups there already but you can literally, if you just want to hang out on Tempelhofer Feld and talk about whatever, just create a meetup and call it for people who are new in town and want to talk about this yes. uh, and listen to my music and you'll make some friends yes. that way maybe. Yes, that that is simply it. And if you're too nervous to do that, just ask people around you and make like a, tele- like I just made a Telegram group. I put all the information into it. I shared the link with people and I was like, hey, I told my friends, hey, if you have any friends that want to come, put them in the Telegram group and I'll update all the information there. So simple. Like my whole thing with this thing was it will be a low cost because I don't have the money to make some big thing or whatnot. And like, you don't, these things don't need to be some extra extravagant thing. And I think a lot of people think of parties that they have to be like, you have to find a venue or whatnot. No. No, especially not in the summer. Especially not in the summer. Like a party for me was just a picnic. Mm. But I just wanted to call it a party. Mm. You know, like it is something that anyone can do at like whatever capacity that they want to do. And it can be for anything. It can be like if like for me, I'm a like an artist as well. If you want to make like an art gallery little thing like add a at at Feld, just place your fucking shit on the ground and then make that a fucking gallery. Like 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 there's so many things you can do, especially in, and I love one thing I love about Berlin is Berlin 
doesn't have expectations. You're not expected to do fancy things. People do expect techno, and I put in my description, no techno. <laughs> I was like, kind techno. Um, and like, like people do expect that, but then you also offer the challenge of doing something that is not typical of Berlin. Like my music taste is very much like, I would say indie, R&B, hip hop, but then also some groovy, something like that. And I don't really find that here when I go to parties. So I was able to introduce this to people who probably have never like listened to that type of music before. Um, and then you also have control over it. You know, if it's your party, it's your choice what you do. And if people don't want to do it, they can just leave, you know? And like, if someone wants to play their own song, they, they can, can fuck off. They can fuck off <laughs> politely, but yes. Um, and like, I don't know. I just think it's a really cool, um, it's a really cool thing to do. And it's a really, I just, I really love the vibe. And I really love the connections and people just really liked it. And it was just so, yeah, so communal. Um, so I would definitely recommend people try that out there. Um, if you have like the time or whatnot, just say, if you plan on going to the park tomorrow, make that your event. You know, it, it's the easiest thing to do. Easiest. <laughs>